Ladies and gentlemen, is the decades-long Sydney institution that puts sport front and centre. Oh, yeah. In 2023, absolutely brilliant. Here comes the ready now. This motley crew are taking another lap around the park. Figuratively. They're not doing any more cardio than they need to these days. Would you put your hands together? Iron Woman, Candace Warner, Racing Royalty, Richard Friedman, and a self-proclaimed former soccer prodigy, Brendan Anakin. And here we go. It's the port of call for all the big names from every code. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. So welcome back. Well, hello. Welcome to the podcast. What a sultry start. Yes. <laughs> wow. This is new, the listener says. I don't think I've ever been on a podcast. Well, you're, you're on a podcast every week. week, you just don't oh, know yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Candice Warner here, Richard Friedman. David Warner joined us for the day. It was a great show. Thank you for your contributions. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So many questions that we couldn't get to on the yes, show. Yes, I got oh. one. Is it true, David Warner? <laughs> is it true that your hotel room in India had its own bar, and that's not just a bar, had hmm. bar staff in there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, making the drinks, handing him drinks. Bar through, staff. Through the night? Not just one of them, two of them. On my balcony, overlooking oh. Bangalore racetrack. Oh! <laughs> well, let's oh hang, on. The hang on, let's, let's get the story straight. Yeah. Before I went to training that morning, mm. I asked the general manager, once I come back from training, can I please get... Um, a room with a balcony upstairs yes. just so I can overlook and watch the races in the afternoon. He said, no problem, Simple Mr. request. Water. Simple request. Simple request. Yeah. Who wouldn't ask for it? And then I come back, <laughs> I walk on the balcony, and I had to send a message out to the boys to say, hey, guys, I'm in an uncomfortable situation here. Can someone else come up and join me for a beer? Because they've set up a mini bar on my balcony <laughs> to watch the races in the afternoon. With two blokes <laughs> serving the drinks. I wouldn't describe that as an uncomfortable situation. No, they're all up there. They'll be all on their phones trying to back one and refer to Chennai. Goodness yeah. me. You get the races much over there? Well, I wanted to go across the road and go to the races, yeah. but I was told not to go because it would cause chaos. Yeah, I right. I wanted to go over there. Okay. No, so they'd sense. miss the race and, um, yeah, I think there's a couple of $1.30 favourites that got resold. So. There's Ooh. a few racetracks over there. Even in Kolkata, there's a big racetrack. Very historic one. Mark War actually, when we were over there, when he was a selector, missed training. And uh, <laughs> went, to the, desperate. went to the races <laughs> and uh, found a winner. But as usual, all these trainers who are affiliated with horses do not give us tips. See, now, mm. only after they win. Yeah. You own racehorses, and, and we're going to be racing one together. I'm training one for Dave, yeah. who's a beautiful filly. But if you come down to the stalls to see her, that's going to cause chaos because we have, across the board in Sydney, a very large contingent of of mostly Indian stars. Can I just say, yeah, go David blames me, or he always says, oh, it's your fault that we bought the horse. But he's, he's so, because I'm always... Fault. You know why? You know why? Because just... Michael, <laughs> Michael's been trying to get me, his brother, yeah. who's an investor in our brewery, yeah. In a horse, mm. and now I've bought one with Richard because yeah. Candace <laughs> goes, Oh, you can buy a horse if you want, See, but with Richard. Uh, See, this, this is a very so bold and beautiful situation. Yeah. This is this is where 
sales skills come in. Yeah. I knew who to ask. Go yeah, to yeah. Wife, and then he boss. says to his employees, oh, I'll get Dave Warner to come down to the stables. Yay! <laughs> How good. Small pay cut. Small pay yeah. cut. Win-win for, for Richard. But we got our first bill the other day, so I'm going to come down and see uh, some of his workers to get that one uh, will, shoved under yeah. the table. It will be chaos. I, I heard the bill was chaos. exorbitant as well. So. Well, of course it is. But you know, <laughs> He says, come buy a horse. You go, okay, no problem. Here's your bill for getting it on the float. Okay. Well, how are you going to get it off you, the, the no, You take complex. it to your property. I can't lead it down the street. <laughs> mm. hey, sounds, well, we've seen it happen in Queensland anyway recently. It sounds like more of like a, a meeting for you guys and not a podcast <laughs> intro. <laughs> it's got that sort of feel about it, and yeah. I feel like the middleman, and I don't want to be. Um, <laughs> so just sort your business stuff out uh, <laughs> off air. It'll be unreal. <laughs> Uh, what happened on the show today? Great question, listener. Um, Tom Travojevich joined us. He was a bit of fun. Uh, Luke Garner was on the show. We like Luke Garner. We yeah, said he, that. We, we talked fantastic. to Luke on air. Off air, we, we like Luke Garner. He is a good talker. He's replacing me next week. Yeah, we need to have him on our show. Yeah. You reckon he'd come in and do an hour with us? I don't no. see why not. Okay. Why, why would he? It is. It's hey, a bit of a trip like from Penrith. He's got a buy, so he can. He no does excuses. have to buy. That is true. Yes. Mm. That's not a bad thing this year, the buy. Is he living at Penrith? Because it is a bit uh, of a... Actually, knows? no, it's only 23 minutes now from the uh, the new M8. So. The, yeah. Doesn't that cut a bit of time off? Yeah. Oh. Yep. What about this? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Tolls. Something to do with oh, money. Here we yeah. go. I'm in the North Connects tunnel. <laughs> yes. Yesterday. Yes. <laughs> the recording that the breaks into the... I'm trying to listen to the races. I hate and that. that. that <laughs> this woman is coming on saying... This is the North Connects Control Centre. Well, who else would it be? Yeah. I'm in the North Connects Tunnel and it says um, it's got it's congested with traffic, which it wasn't. No. The 80 thing was still yeah. on. And you're to uh, drive slowly and avoid colliding into other cars. Which is what I you mean, do anyway. I mean, they're going to put this like so that you're driving down your local street and this is going to come on. It's too much power. It's an awareness thing, Richard. They need to. <laughs> Let it go. The voice of reason, David Warner. <laughs> Just move on. Okay. Um, and thanks for uh, talking to, at length about the cricket as well. We no thought, problem. you know, mate, he's here. May as well so have now a chat that about I've it. brought my husband into work, well, I, I don't have like a husband. I would love you both to bring your wives in. Oh, that'd be okay. Yeah, my, my wife gets a bit shy. So does mine. Yeah. yeah. If you get a couple of drinks into her, though. Well, <laughs> mine gets shy too. Clearly. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Now, um, there's a concept I hadn't considered. No. <laughs> hey, uh, Unreal, great podcast intro. Really good start with the podcast intros. Love as, a podcast. As we critique. Love, <laughs> love the podcast. Seinfeld reference. You get it. Um, enjoy the show. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Our reigning premiers Penrith notched up their first win of the season against Souths on Thursday. Yeah, which marked this man's first win for the club. Our new Panthers recruit Luke Garner joins us. G'day, mate. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Luke, new year, new club. How are you finding life at the foot of the mountains? Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, you know, it's been a been a really good environment to be in. Um, you know, the first day I stepped in the door was, um, you know, all smiles, and um, you know they've got no reason but to smile, I guess. You know, with their success the past the past few years, so it's um, man, I'm really, really enjoying it since I've been there. Luke, great win against South. Jeez, I love saying that. It's a good win. Great uh, win against South. Great wins. I don't think you can be doing this. I <laughs> yes. think this is kind of like wrong. No, he'll buy oh. into this for sure. Anyway, Latrell <laughs> Latrell came out and said, oh. 
few cracks in the windscreen over there. Well, they were the ones who should have been calling O'Brien's. Right? Because <laughs> well, you, yeah, yeah, we um, so it was a little bit after the game, and the boys sort of made a bit of a joke that um, you know O'Brien's came and visited, visited us during the week and, and fixed those cracks, and that uh, obviously worked. So you do listen to those comments. Do they, do they have any motivational effect, or you just laugh them off? Uh, no, they're funny, like because it's it's not true. So you can easily laugh it off. You know, if it was if it was the truth, it would hurt. But yeah, uh, yeah there's no truth to that. Look, in, in saying that the playing group, they wouldn't be used to um, losing two in a row. And unfortunately for your you know, tenure at the club, the start, you lost two in a row. Um, what sort of conversations were had in regards to that um, leading uh, up to the Souths game? Yeah, definitely definitely nothing to stress about. You mm. know, obviously, you know, that, that first game against St. Helens was a um, was an extremely tough one. You know, they're obviously one of the, I guess, the best team in the world, right? They, they've won four grand finals in a row and then, Beat us in the World Club Challenge, so they're no they're no easy uh, no easy feat. And then obviously Broncos, you see what they've done the first two rounds. They're obviously a, a good team as well. So you know it's just about building into the year and um, taking each game at a time, and then just getting better as we progress. And Loki, for the concerned supporters out there with uh, Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai, they both finished with respective foot injuries. Is there anything to worry about there? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, obviously oh, they. I think they might have. Yeah, no, I think they. I think they might have like hurt themselves in the in the first half. And you know, if they can get through the second half, they're fine. So uh, we've got to buy next weekend, so they got a couple of weeks to to get them right. And you know, they're tough guys, so they'll be fine. How'd you celebrate your first win with the club? Um, well, we actually had a bit of a party last night, not for the win, but we. Uh, but yeah, they usually throw like. Uh, they do a little bit of a party, you know, once a year or something, just to try and get all the the players and partners together. So that's uh, nice. Is it nice yeah. and early to be partying? <laughs> by next no, week. No, what do you mean? Celebrate every celebrate win. Exactly. Every win. Right. Yeah. Right. Easy to come by. Yeah. All right. By next week too, Luke. So this would have been a proper party. Yeah. Do you celebrate? Yeah. Do you celebrate after <laughs> yeah. the buy? Yeah. No. So I think <laughs> we usually we usually do it in the um, in the preseason or whatever, but uh, just considering how uh, how disrupted our sort of training was with boys home back at different times, we just have to have it uh, now. And so it's uh, yeah, and we got a long turnaround now, so um, yeah, got plenty of time to get ready for the next game. Super glue on your hands next week, uh, Luke. Oh, dropped a couple oh, over the line, you poor fella. That's all that one, that's all. You gotta gotta don't don't remind me. I'm <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> No, you're so oh, supposed to be the number one fan. Yeah, and you're I, asking questions yeah, like that. Sleep. He stuck the knife straight he will, in. He'll score a, a bag full this year yeah. after <laughs> that. Hope. I'm galvanising it. And now we can you're have, jinx him. Hey, they can have honest conversations in internally. Oh. We can have honest conversations. Supported a to play because <laughs> yeah. I, I love what you're doing, mate. Because people oh, are saying you know Kickow's a bit a big loss, but you're a big gain, brother. You're doing a great no, job. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, and, and oh, I'm probably a little bit biased, but I think I scored them and. Um, yeah, it's a bit hard. It's a bit of a hard one. I think the ball did move in my arms, but I don't think I, I don't think I let go of it. So. Slow mo, see slow mo replays. Get him out. That's it. Yeah. Get rid of him. Hey, <laughs> Luke Garner, have a wonderful season. Thank you for joining us this morning on uh, the Dead Set Legends. Thank you for having me, guys. Have a good day. He's a good man. I saved yeah. that one too. Hey. <laughs> tell you what, fantastic talker too. Luke, uh, yeah. he's great, isn't he? He needs he's, to come in studio. He he's he's made for media. He is welcome anytime. All right now. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. Yeah, going around the grounds in the NRL, Penrith versus South. What was the score, Candace? You know the score. It was 16-10 yes. to Penrith. Hey, uh, I wanted to pose this to you. I think Souths will be in the top four at the end of the year. I thought their defence was very good. It was good. Um, for Not 
quite good enough. Not quite good enough, no. but mm. they're a top four team yep. and, that, and they showed that against Penrith. Yeah. They're dropping the high ball a lot, weren't the, they? There is one thing holding South back from winning the Premiership this year and Go I think on. it's Cody Walker's temperament. What do you reckon? Uh, I can see where you're coming from. Mm. However, <clears throat> his temperament at times can win plenty of games for South as well. So you've I got think to he take... loses more than he wins though, no, with that temperament. You reckon he's a net negative? No, uh, no I, I think he's he's a net positive for that team. But when he, when the red mist descends, loses focus. So you're blaming Cody Walker no, not, for the the loss. No, I'm saying it doesn't. Sounds help. like you are. No, it's a hindrance. No, a hindrance. I don't <laughs> think he, as a South supporter, I I love his passion. Mm. I think at times it can be controlled a little bit more. But I think he wins a hell of a lot more games for South than he would ever lose. So I, I don't have a problem with the way I, he goes about his game. He, you're not going to change him. Not at his age, the amount he's played. You're just going to have to deal with that because that's that's how he is. And he, look, he plays well behaving like that mm. most of the time. So, I, you know, I think if you try and, you know, fit him into a little square peg into a round hole. And you don't want to. And you don't well. want to. It won't go well. It's so, I was watching the video of Paddy uh, Carrigan being re-signed for the Broncos because I don't have a life. And uh, <laughs> on the on the whiteboard behind him, it, there were the top three things that they were, they were looking for. Uh, one, I don't remember, so I couldn't play for the Broncos. Yep. Two was aggression. Three was cool head. Yeah. I just think it's that important. Uh, okay, but he also, that's for the Broncos. That not, is for the, that's no, you're not right. for South. I think it's a fundamental in rugby league. All right. Well, maybe you should speak to Jason Dimitriou and go yeah. and have a chat to no, the no, South team. Jason, Jason, you know, he'd appreciate the help from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're being facetious. Uh, Sharks 30, uh, Eels 26 in a game no one wanted to win. Defence definitely not the winner in that one. My goodness, Candice. Yeah, so many tries scored last night. The Sharks still have uh, Nico Hines out, Wade Graham's out for another three weeks. So, but they they got the win. They needed the win after mm. the loss last week. But yeah, you, you're right, Brendo. I think you're going to see more and more. Over the years, more and more high-scoring games. The games are going to be higher-scoring games because it's so hard to defend these days without infringing the rules. Mm. I mean, in the old days, anything went. They've got to be so careful how they tackle and how they, you know, knock guys off their feet. Um, if you're an Eels fan, you're worried. I did a little um, statistic work last night. I went back and I, I asked uh, the grand final team, in one season, the next season, when was the last team to lose two in a row? And apparently it was Manly back in 09. But did, they finished fifth. I so. did like a lot of um, what I saw from Parramatta last night. I thought Mitch Moses tried really hard. Mm. He tried to make up for, I guess, a week of a little bit of, you know, the stuff that's going on in, with the contracts and the media. His effort was outstanding. Um, and I liked what I saw. And I think they're going to have a, a decent season. That's right. Um, Queensland teams, if you care, Broncos 28, Cowboys 16. Your mob went down, Richard, the Cowboys? Uh, having a little bit of a scratchy start. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried. No? No. Okay. It was a wet not game, worried. though, and they're used to the heat. Yeah. So. That is right. Yeah. Uh, Corey Oates out indefinitely, too, with a broken draw. Mm-hmm. That looked nasty. It didn't look good. Well, that, that's uh, that's going to put uh, drink water on the sideline, isn't it, for a, a while? Yeah. At least yeah. six to eight, I would assume. Yeah. yeah. Right. So See, what about it's very difficult to defend a bloke as big as Corey Oates when you only got drink water size? Okay, he's done the wrong thing here. He's connected with the head and fractured his cheek, I think. Yeah, mm. um, which is a you know a nasty injury. But you know what do you do? What do you do? 
He did jump in the air to tackle him. So. Well, he has to. He's as big as we are. <laughs> well, I think a bit bigger. Yeah, I and think, if you can't see us, we're not very big. <laughs> I think if the Broncos can stay fit, I think they're going to, to do really well this season. Adam Reynolds is clearly the key yeah. for that team. If he can stay injury-free. Um, but I like Reese Walsh did really well last night. Ezra Mann. They're, just, they're a team of stars. Yeah. They really are. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dave Warner joining us in studio today. So it would make sense that we touch on the cricket briefly, which we're going to do now. Before we get to what's going over in India and it's wonderful scenes for Australia, how's the body holding up, brother? Because you were in the wars by the end of uh, your time over there. Yeah, ruled out with concussion um, and then found a, a crack in my elbow a little bit later. Good and uh, Yeah, we're on the plane back home and 20 odd days here at home with the family and... Uh, I'll move back, uh, well, I'll fly back uh, on, on Monday. Okay. It's been a big turnaround over there from the first two tests, which, you know, I, I think even you would concede the team didn't play their best cricket. But they have turned around and they're obviously winning the last test and now probably in control of this test, even though, it's, you know, the pitch is looking very placid and may end up in a draw. But what's going on over there? They, they just seem like a different side. Yeah, look, in cricket, you, you have hours. And if you lose one hour of any game, especially in the subcontinent, you're going to lose the whole entire match. Right. And I think you look back at Delhi specifically, um, you know, we had a, a, a frantic hour there where, you know, boys were playing across the line. They were sweeping at everything. The, you know, there was bouncing and not bouncing. And everyone stuck to their process and, the, and their method. And it just didn't work. And that can happen in the subcontinent. Um, you know, we felt a little bit rushed. So, so you, they were sticking, they weren't deviating from the plan. They were actually playing to the plan. That was the, the plan is to actually have your process and your method. And yep. for a lot of the guys, Alex Carey's probably been the topic of playing, um, you know, shots, but for him, that's his best form of defense to actually look to, to score. So, mm. you know, for, you know, he's, he's he lasted a couple of balls, uh, yesterday, but you know, that's the way that he plays and you have to accept that. Mm. Um, you know, otherwise you, you can sit there, defend, and like me, you're hitting the pad and you're out and uh, yeah. it can happen. Well, that's, that's the same with a... Travis Head too. They've, they've now sort of released him to play his game and, and it's been quite successful. Yeah, look, at the top of your order, it's, it's, it's great, especially in those conditions. It's perfect. Um, now, with, with me going, it was, it was more about, you know, does Head go up the order or does he stay in the middle order? Does Renshaw open or not? So to put Trav up there and, and express himself and play his game is, is fantastic. And, uh, you know, he, he's got a big hundred around the corner. Dave, it looks like this pitch is very different to the ones that we've seen in the first three test matches. What is India's thinking with producing a wicket like this? Well, I don't think it's India producing the wicket. It's, um, nah. you know, them actually, there's been a lot of talk the first three games. but think pressure. There was. Well, the, the, the thing is, it's a big occasion. Yeah. You know, you've got all the, 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 both prime ministers there, um, you know, 100,000 seat stadium. But on the flip side, it's a great cricket wicket. I think for batters, it's obviously extremely good. Um, you know, it's going to be very, very difficult for Australia to take ten wickets today. It's a, mm. it's a big two sessions, and in that big two, in those first two sessions, will dictate how this game plays out. Yeah, because if they don't get them basically out in two sessions, then it looks like it'll probably head for a draw. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. You know, if they bat and bat big, then it's going to yeah, it'll probably most likely be a draw. But yeah. the game always speeds up over there, so. You know, day five, anything could happen. There yeah. could be a lot more traffic on that wicket, could rip it up and could turn. Can you tell me a little bit about what it's like to play cricket in India compared to other countries and just 
the hysteria around it and just even outside of playing what's it like going you know to the shopping mall or going out to eat is it easy is it hard it's exciting i love this was you know with us in the family it was our first time pretty much out and about um you know usually we don't have too much time especially when we're playing in the ipl so getting out and about and amongst it's great but it can cause chaos you can it can have people running from anywhere and everywhere and yeah you know it's they love cricket over there. So Have passionate you ever about it. Felt frightened by the crowd crush yep. trying to get around you. Yep, uh, I was in a place in Raipur, uh going back seven, eight years ago with a couple of mates, and one of my mates uh, said, "Let's go out for dinner." And I said, "Mate, we can't." So we decided to, and yeah, I, I, I said to him, <laughs> yeah. "See that window there and that door? We cannot get out now. That we couldn't. Wow. It was hundreds, hundreds deep." So and how did you get out? Security had to come. Wow. Two of the boys lost their shoes because once you, if you lose a shoe, you can't go back and get it. That is you true. get trampled. How did their shoes come off? Well, they're wearing thongs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't military ex- uh, like uh, with you in the, uh, protecting you in the airport? Yeah, the, the boys were laughing about that because the team was just walking through normally. And as soon as I walked through, all these security guards and army <laughs> came around me. But we were in Delhi, let's be honest. Well, that's right. I can tell a story about, about Dave. He, he kindly went to the stable at Randwick. Mm. Um, and a couple of the, the boys there with quite a number of Indian boys and Pakistani boys they had their photo taken with him. You would have no idea. That photo went viral throughout. Yeah. It, was, it was almost the greatest moment of their lives. They're so passionate about it. Yeah, well, they're doing your job, picking up shit and cleaning out your bloody <laughs> your stable. So, that's, that's you know, a you're, you're, important job, yeah, you're you know. making them work hard and, you know, come in there for five minutes and you tell them to hurry up and get back to work. Jeez, no, I'm glad I brought this up. <laughs> a compliment met with a clip, and that's yeah. what we like. Yeah. Uh, day three resumes with India trailing by 444 runs, and you love to hear it. Uh, Usman Khawaja top scored, of course, in that first innings with 180. Unreal knock from the man. Absolutely amazing. Since he's come back into the fold, he's averaging over 50. Um, you know, he's in you know, he's in a great a great space. You just look at him. He's, he doesn't sweat. Yeah. You know, he does not sweat. It's a bit like um, Hashim Amla was the same. They just don't sweat. They don't need to get out of first gear. They make it look so easy. And he's done that since he's come back, and it's phenomenal. But, um, you know, 500 was the mark, mm. 20 short. Nathan Lyon faced 96 balls. Um, that's something that the bowlers pride themselves on, trying to face 30. He's faced mm. 90, which is fantastic. That tail did wag, didn't it? They did. And mm. that shows you how good of a batting mm. wicket it is. So it is crucial. Um, just just on... Uh, uh, the bowlers, right? because they're going to be critical, right? This next two sessions, all about bowlers, right? Who is the key bowler? Who's the one that can break them? Mitchell Stark. If the ball starts reversing, Mitchell Stark will, you know, come in and will look to bowl high 140s. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Uh, the blockbuster clash between Penrith and Souths uh, the other night. Wonderful match, marred unfortunately by uh, alleged racial abuse, we have to say alleged, uh, hurled at Bunnies fullback uh, Latrell Mitchell, which uh, we really need to get out of the game. Well, yeah, it's, that, that's easy to say. We need to get out of the game. It, it, it's difficult to get out of the game because... It's difficult, know, difficult to get out of society. It, it, that's the problem. Yeah. You know, it's a generational thing. I mean, I, I think in 30 years' time, it will be out of the game. You know, I hope so. But here's the thing, and there's no fixing this problem. Latrell Mitchell celebrates his Indigenous heritage as he should. Mm. Right? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The trouble with it is it makes you a target for these idiots in the crowd. That, that They are encouraged by that. And it shouldn't be that way, but it sadly is that way. And, you know, we're all against it. We're all trying to get it out of the game. but And you can't say to Latrell, 
just, you know, don't discuss the subject and it won't be a, as big a problem because he should be able to discuss the subject. I found the comments from Nico Hines last night very interesting. He said that he would like to invite this young boy into the Indigenous All-Star team camp next year to try to help educate him if Latrell Mitchell would allow it. Um, Richard, if you were Latrell Mitchell, would you want that kid who held the abuse at you in your team camp? No problem. And I'm sure it'd be, I would be surprised if there was a problem with it for Latrell either. But does that fix the problem? That might fix that kid, but does that fix the problem? And, you know, it's, I suppose you can say you can fix them one cracker at a time, but you're going to be doing it for a long time. You can't involve... He, he's not the only one who's gone to a football match and hurled racial abuse. No. I bet he's... Does this happen to you, Dave? Do you go to the subcontinent... Do you get racially abused because you're a white and the majority of the crowd are Indian and no, of colour? Not at all. I, I, with with cricket, when you're in the subcontinent, they absolutely love the game of cricket. Um, they come out and support the game itself. And, you know, to be honest, a, lo- a lot of the people there don't speak much English at the game. So, you know, when you're there, you, you can't really understand can't sometimes. Tell. The language, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, it's, not, yeah. it's, it's not translatable for, for us. It's in yeah. Hindi. Yeah. But there is certain things you can hear. Um, but look, to be honest, it, it, you know, it's got to be stamped out. How do you do it? Mm. I don't know. But uh, it's got to go. They, they, they will do something. They Ed- will find education something. is not a bad idea. They're, they're floating, you know, lifetime bans. You don't really learn from a lifetime ban. I don't think it's proper education. Um, and you look at these as well. The Adam Good situation. That was a teenager. This yeah. situation. That was a teenager. So, so it starts with education. So he, from what we're hearing, he's fifteen. Now, a 15-year-old is still counted as a minor. So can you – I know the police, it's in police hands now. He hasn't been arrested. Being a minor, I don't know how much they can actually do. How does a minor get to that that point? That's what I'm saying. You know, with all that we're doing in society and and all the education they must get at school and and that – How did he get to that His father was there as well, but he's on the other side, as the reports were suggested in this morning's paper. So – that has to be something either growing up, you've yeah. heard it somewhere, but it's yeah. just not acceptable. It, no. just don't it's do interesting that. you say that because Jonathan Thurston was um, on TV last night and he's a very proud Indigenous person and he said this kind of behaviour is a learned behaviour. Hmm. So, I mean... He's learning it from someone. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that's why it's going to take a long time to get it out of society because those people are still out. Proud Indigenous man, uh, Greg Inglis, spoke very eloquently on the situation as well uh, during footy talk over uh, during the week. You can hear that on the listener app uh, right now, L-I-S-T-N-R. Play your way this autumn racing carnival by setting your own odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Tom Haylock from Betfair joins us to have a look at the racing today. Morning, Tom. Great to be with you, guys. Another yes. great uh, racing at Rose Hill. Oof. Yes, Rose Hill. Coolmore Classic Day today. You'll never see more fake tan and cocktail dresses Hang than you on. will see out at, Excuse out me. at Coolmore Classic Day at Rose <laughs> yeah. Hill today. I'm heading out to Rose Hill. I know. That's who he was describing. I and I don't have a fake tan. <laughs> no. Well, you know... You, is that a real tan? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's Brendan. It, it is a great. real tan. That looks great. I have Maltese um, heritage. <laughs> good for you. Oh, it's from within. Which I did. It's from within. Okay. From within. <laughs> okay. It's Newmarket Handicap Day at Flemington too. The big race up the straight six is fantastic. Anyway. It is. What do you like? Yeah, well, obviously we got the chocolates with Artorias last week, so hopefully you guys followed us in. Obviously the Group 1 Coolmore Classic on uh, at Rose Hill today. 
I've got a little Tommy Tupo here. I like Anavisto, Nashua Wheeler on. I think we're going to get better price because of the barrier. He'll just roll across, settle outside expat, uh, she will, and uh, she's $5.00. I think you'll get more than that, betfair.com to view. $5 Anavisto. Also, like Ruthless Dame coming out of the Group 1 Phillies race last start, I think she's going really well this time in, and she's in danger. So a little Tommy Tupo there for you guys. Well, Dave's just waved both of those away. So I'm heading, like we said, I'm heading out to Rose Hill, but the $5 odd isn't good enough for me. I want something that's yeah. a bit... Oh, you want something rough. I want real something roughy. rough. What okay. have you got? Yeah. Ooh, real rough. Um, I think Untouchable Legends <laughs> Don't touch probably it. <laughs> Untouchable Legends a big price race for, but I actually like in that um, in that race. I think Still City's going to be hard to beat, but I do like Tuqui Santuza um, of a really good Canterbury win. So oh. six dollars fifty, six eighty. That's there to come to you. Might be a bit more value. Tuqui Santuza. Yeah, last mm. out, last out winner. Okay. Oh, hello. Yeah, short Dave. straight. Yeah, not, not, not it, was a, it was a weak race. No, he's waved it, it away. He's <laughs> waved another one I'm, away. I'm more fascinated about the Pago. <laughs> okay. Well, about what? The Pago Pago. Which particularly? Well, who do you who do you like there? I've got the field in front of me. Why not? I don't From a trainer. I know who to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I don't memorise fields like you do. Tommy, Let's... can you tell us what you like in the Pago Pago, please? And where's the money oh. headed? I, I think Shinzo is the best value with James McDonald, Coolmore Hall. Oh, he's dollars. waved that through. He'll allow it. Yes. Harbour's the favourite and going to be hard to beat. I didn't like the race much at all, to be honest, guys. I thought it was quite hard. There you go. Okay. There you go. Tom Haylock from Betfair, thank you very much. Uh, play your way this autumn racing carnival by setting your own odds at Betfair Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. This is what you come to see. This is what you want. Richard Friedman's best of the day. What do you got? Well. You know how we, we tipped Lindemann at big odds that time because time. I just happened to ask Chris Waller while he wasn't looking at his computer or Helpful. talking to a jockey or something. I said, what's your best? Mm. And he, anyway, he told me his best was um, was the good Philly. Uh, Zoo, Zoo Gotcha. Zoo gotcha. That'll win with a short. leg in the air it's today. It's too short. Right? I said, got anything else? <laughs> yeah, what else <laughs> you got? He said, hey, at odds? I said, yeah, something at odds for the punters, you know? Mm. So he said, I kind of like no compromise today. Now, what race is it in, Dave? You'll seven. Oh, my you God. Scratch from Flemington. Yeah, definitely there seven. Rain man you're of gonna, racing. You're going to get my husband into trouble. Eight dollars and has been backed a bit this morning. Like too. that. Yeah. Uh, Newmarket over in Flemington. I said to Dave, I've got a couple of roughies for you. I've been having a look at the form. Astrologist at $67 came second in that race last. Don't don't grimace at me, Rich. <laughs> don't grimace at me. Star Patrol is the other one at about 30s. Do you know what? Looking all right. I reckon, oh, wow. I reckon he's overrated, Star Patrol. Do you? Yep. Because I had a horse run second to him the other day, and if it had been ridden a little more skillfully, might have knocked him off. And it's, it would have no hope in the new market. Whoa. What about a Cronella with front page going to lead? Oh, I like that. First up. Loves the first up. It's had back Does issues. Tea. Does too. It's been off since uh, yeah. November. Anything else there, Dave? He's <laughs> not even reading hey, for me. It's incredible. Is, no, it's not incredible. It's sick. <laughs> sickening. It's sickening. You know it's, it's first up record is ridiculous. It is. It is outstanding. I and didn't. This is, <laughs> hey, it's a tough race. You've got in secret 51 kilos. So. And this is why he needs an allowance. <laughs> no. And I've said. He must not have an allowance. Because he must, then he can't buy any more horses David from you, Richard. must run free. <laughs> free range Dave. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Will you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. And Dave Warner's been joining us for the whole day. Lovely to have you here, Dave. Thank you. There's a problem. 
with your roosters. I believe there is a problem with your roosters. Are you across it? The awkward situation going on at the roosters. Andrew Johns has tipped the roosters to choose rising star Joseph Suwali'i over James Tedesco. Uh, they both become free agents in November. Hmm. hmm. Not an issue. Not uh, an issue? How? No. How's that not an issue? Why? One's 19, one's 32. You're just going to get rid of Teddy like that? No, you won't get rid of him. He, he might take less. I know they both, they both, you know, fullback positions, but 19 years of age, a couple more years, you know, I, just, I, I just, see just stay logic, there. But how are you going to keep both? Easy. What, what are you going to, you'd have to what, move Are you talking Teddy. money or are you talking position? Well, I don't no, think it's, it's money. never an issue or money at the Roosters. No, no, no. no. At the position. No, they've yes. got a very, never an issue, very no. good salary cap manager. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're they, talking about yeah. position. They both position. want the same position. Yeah, well. They both want to play It could be a discussion in the room together with the coach. Maybe and, Uncle Nick. Well, then Teddy's got to move. Have they had the discussion yet? Well, we, we don't know. He will move to we, the Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does this look, go on and on? Yes, try being married to him. <laughs> there will be an amicable decision mm. made. Okay. And that decision will be Teddy to the Tigers. Do you think Sulee needs, needs to be playing there as of next year? Well, otherwise he'll leave and he'll go and play but has he somewhere said else. That? Yes, he wants to play fullback. Immediately though. But he hasn't said it to me. But, but the whispers are, he didn't call me and go, this is what I would like. But being so young, maybe he might say, this is where I want to play, but I'm happy to be there in two years' time. He no. knocked back rugby as well, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. He's happy to be there now. This is the thing. He's happy to wait now, but I don't think he's waiting after November. So that's why it's a bit awkward, I think. He could go to rugby and play at the back. 100%. You know, I don't think he's huge a huge Is it easier playing rugby at the back? You used to play, didn't you, Richard? I had not, to sit through a story. <laughs> now he just wears the cashmere sweaters around his shoulders. <laughs> don't laugh at them, Dave. Yeah. Don't, even laugh, don't even bother. You're it's actually just... not allowed to answer that question because we'll be here for another five it's minutes. It's Richard the Rara. Rara. Just uh, right. go to an ad. A manly flying high after their dominant round one performance against the Bulldogs. Great to see this man fighting fit, putting on a show. Sea Eagles and uh, New South Wales Blues star Tom Travojevic. Thanks for joining us, mate. No, thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, look, a, a well-publicised, tough back end uh, to the season last year, but it must have been so heartening and relieving, I guess, for you guys to come out of the blocks so strong last week. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, a disappointing end of the, the season last year for us and, you know, a long off-season to think about that and it was great to come out and put a performance in round one and uh, in front of, you know, pack bookie. Well, you've had a great start so far to the season and even the pre-season, so, you know, we weren't expecting that. There's... Anthony Seabold coming in, has he changed anything? Are there any key differences that you can think of? Yeah, he's been really good and he's brought some fresh ideas. We've had a real focus on, you know, club connectedness and, um, you know, celebrating all the little wins together and, and stuff like that and just enjoying each other's company. I think it's really reflecting in our footy. So uh, it was great, you know, round one performance for us, but the reality is, you know, we've still got a, a long way to go. It's a long season and we, we need to keep building on that and hopefully putting in performances and that, that, that win us footy games. You spent some time in the US earlier this year with specialist Bill Knowles. And against the dogs, you actually looked to be back to your best. You looked great. Tell us about that trip. Yeah, it was really good. It's just uh, learning new ideas on how to be a better athlete and uh, things to focus on that, uh, you know, you might be lacking. So we've got a really good plan in place now and I'm just sort of keep putting in the work and uh, being really diligent with the process. And um, that will only, you know, make me a better athlete, but it'll it'll help me out in the footy field and, and give me a lot of confidence. You look like you were striding out well against the dogs. You you pull up okay? Yeah, yeah pull up all, all okay. And you know, we've got to buy this week, so I haven't done too much this week yet. But 
you know, we'll hit the training paddock um, on the weekend and, you know, start focusing on Parramatta. Tom, how do you feel about the bye so early on in the season? Does it help you or is it a hindrance? Oh, look, I haven't really thought about it too much. I think it probably, uh, you get a few buys throughout the year. You know, you've got to have them at some stage. Uh, I guess later on in the year you probably need them a bit more, but uh, this is what the tour gave us and, you know, we'll enjoy the buy now and uh, we'll um, move forward. Um, and listen, you're a part of this great initiative called uh, Ampol Little Origin. Uh, tell me all about it and how do you get involved? Yeah, look, uh, it's a great initiative, like you said. You know, offering 10 schools the opportunity to play at halftime of the men's and the women's uh, state of origin. And it's a really good initiative because it supports our, our local community and gives them uh, a chance to play on the bigger stage. And you can get involved by, by checking out, uh, going through NRL website and you go through and check out and register to, be, to get a chance to you know, play at halftime in State of Origin, which is a lot of kids' dreams out there. I know growing up, I would have absolutely loved it, so definitely think all schools should get involved. This is the thing, because I always saw it and I wanted to be a part of it, but uh, it was never this easy to do it. And I think at 32 now, for me, the opportunity's gone, you know, Tom? Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> um, Feels it. Uh, maybe a co- maybe in a coaching capacity, but... Um... No, you've not seen me play all my tactics, so I think yeah. that's out the door as well, Tom. Uh, yeah, yeah, look, look <laughs> I'll probably say that too, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a great initiative and I'm sure every kid out there knows if I believe we've won that opportunity, so definitely think everyone should get involved. Absolutely. Um, that website too is nrl.com forward slash Ampole Little Origin. Mate, all the best. Feed up uh, on bye weekend and uh, back in action next weekend. It's Parramatta. That's going to be a corker. Yeah, it should be it should be a good one, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. This is huge. Uh, undefeated Aussie boxing star Tim Zhu taking on American Tony Harrison for the interim WBO Super Welterweight title tomorrow. Richard, ah, uh, look, this is a big fight for Zhu because uh, Tony Harrison has been a former champion and does know how to get to the top of the tree. Mm. And they were all a bit, I think the, in the United States, they were all a bit sort of questioning whether Tim Zhu's the real deal because he got knocked down. You know, yeah. he, he hasn't lost a fight, but he's, he's had a knockdown. Yeah. And they think, is he tough enough? This is the fight that tells him whether he is or he isn't. Well, yeah. he, he didn't need to fight in this one. He could have bypassed this, but he's, he's chosen mm. to, uh, to fight Tony Harrison, Candice. And there's so much on the line with this. So the winner faces um, Charlo for four world championship titles. So this is huge. Mm. The winner of this is like there's a big... Uh, I guess, pot at the end of the rainbow for whoever wins yeah. this one. Well, if uh, Tim wins, he'll emulate his uh, famous father, Costa, and become world champion. Mm. So, and only the sixth, I think, Aussie ever. That'll look is. good on the page, the pedigree. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, in the basketball, uh, NBL, Sydney Kings flying Candice. They won last night against the Breakers. Yeah, so they're 2-1 up going into New Zealand. The fourth game will be on Sunday. And last night, 18,000 people there. So that was a new all-time attendance record. Uh, for the NBL, which is mm. incredible. That's great, isn't it? Uh, but uh, uh, the, what I ask is, are the breakers going home between matches or do they stay here? That's a great question. See, if they stay here, I think that's bad for them. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Too long away from home, living in hotels. No, like... but do you know what? The breakers before last night were winning every game that they played in Sydney. That is true. And, yeah, so the Sydney Kings are going to go over there and have – beat them every game this year over New Zealand. So the Kings could wrap it up on Sunday. It's looking like it won't get to a game five. The Kings were enormous last night. Uh, 91 to 68 was the Sounds score. Sounds like my theory might have just, you know. 
been well, exploded they... there. No apology. <laughs> no apology. No, they put know? on a, a second half clinic. The Breakers only scored 21 points yeah. in that second half. Mm. And, Smashing. And Derek Walton Jr. was player of the game. And player of the season has been Xavier Cook's MVP at that. And he's off to the NBA, which is a great news story. Uh, going to the Washington Wizards, Xavier That's Cooks. That's incredible. Isn't it? So there's no chance that we'll the ever gym. see him play for the Kings again? Well, no, no. once that. they've done with him, he come back here. Yeah. <laughs> if he wants that is to. That's how it works. That's how it works. They go over there, they use him up, they're done with him, he come back and play here. Why not? Well, this is his prime, and you may as well spend your prime in what they, and the NBA will know this, the NBA is the zenith of basketball. You want to be spending your prime over there. Xavier, you're welcome to come back when, you, when you're done. <laughs> yeah. And you will be done. <laughs> it's quite ominous from Richard Friedman. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Uh, right now we're catching up with Greg Rust on all things motorsport for Bendix Brakes. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. And the great man joins us now. Good morning, Rusty. Morning. Good morning, Rusty. So it all kicks off at Newcastle today. The first big test of the new supercar era um, begins there. Is there some concern about drivers' feet getting burnt? Their feet yeah, getting burnt. Yes. Yeah. They were talking about it yesterday in the press conference after Friday practice. So you're right. All of the development driving they've been doing and even the practice yesterday, there's been limited laps, right, sort of 20 laps. Today, it's... 250 kilometres, 95 laps around Newcastle. And Shane Van Gisbergen, the reigning champion, is quite tall, as you guys probably know. And he was feeling yesterday, even after the short runs, like it was immensely hot down in the footwell area around where the brake and accelerator and things are. And they were looking at ways overnight for safety for everybody to put some uh, some cooling and, and things in there to prevent that, uh, that that heat scenario. Tell them to wear shoes. Stop driving in thongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's causing this heat? No. Well, the, you've got to remember, the, the, the race car has no carpet in it like your road car. It's got no uh, no soundproofing and things like that. So you are really, the, the you're metal to metal. So the heat that comes off the engine and things like that is quite intense. And there's no real um, uh, cooling mechanisms except for what they've obviously put in temporarily overnight. To Drill some it. holes in the floor. Yeah, good. You know? Good solution. <laughs> just, just, some area get, down, get down to the, the pits, car. Richard. Get down to the pits. They're missing you. Uh, the <laughs> new Mustangs holes. and Camaros, they're looking tough. They sound really cool. Uh, it's gonna, is it going to be the familiar faces up front or will the new regulations sort of change the pecking order, Rusty? Brendan, I spoke to Garth Tander about this for the podcast during the week and he's adamant for maybe the first third to at least half of the year it is going to shake the tree here, right? Mm. So we're going to get a few people that uh, don't necessarily have old habits from the old cars that, that, that kick in. Um, they're a lot harder to drive, right? They, they move around a lot more. Um, aerodynamically, they're very different to the old car. Um, so a few of them were complaining yesterday about the, you know, the, way they, um, the way they behave, but that's a good thing. The top teams, I think, will eventually, with all that experience and good people that they have, will eventually come to grips with them. But to begin with, he's adamant we're, we're going to get a bit of variety, which is quite cool. Now, we never get out of this segment without asking something about Oscar and his trials and tribulations with the very slow McLaren. Um, <laughs> I read this week that they said they raised the car 15 millimetres, the floor plate 15 millimetres, and that's ruined the whole car. Is, is, shouldn't that be right? That didn't even make it round the track for the entire race last start. 
Oscar did 13 laps before he had a gearbox issue, and Lando Norris in Bahrain did six pit stops. And eventually the thing cried enough with a couple of laps to go. So it was a very difficult start for them. Lando uh, has tried to sort of um, calm beers. It is only race one, and they have technically some new things coming online behind the scenes as the year goes. But, man, not a good start for that car. So nothing um, to the 15-millimetre... <laughs> increase in clearance or something? <laughs> there are lots of things that they'll be trying, Richard, but they didn't, in the pre-season testing, tick off all the stuff that they needed to for this car. So they're on the back foot. Well, how come they, did, they didn't and all the others did? Well, sometimes when you make a decision about the design and build of a car, it can look in computation like it'll be a good thing, but when you hit the track, the reality can be very different. No. Uh, hats off oh, to both Lando. Blame, blame the propeller heads. <laughs> it's all their fault. That's what, that's, that's what I'd do. Lando and Oscar have been champions about this. Seriously, they've been very professional about it, so they're trying to be eyes forward, but a tough start for them, for yeah. sure. All right, good on you, Rusty. Enjoy uh, the first round of the supercars and uh, catch up on everything motorsport on Rusty's Garage uh, Garage podcast, which you can find on the listener app. And Rusty does that all thanks to Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Been wonderful having Dave Warner in today. Thanks so much for joining us, mate. Pleasure. Wonderful. Uh, look, and we've had enough fun. All the mirth is, has dried up. It's been sucked away by Richard's list of grievances. Oh, I <laughs> love this. Richard's list of grievances. I've been on some planes oh. this week. What do you mean? Oh, no, 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 no. You know, I know what you mean. Every time <laughs> I get on a plane, is a problem. Correct. Uh, not as big a problem as there was at the taxi rank, but that's a, oh, that's for another day. I hate the taxi rank. But I hate. Oh, the ta- yeah, yeah. I like it. Who, li- Who no likes? No one a, likes, a, likes taxi a taxi rank. rank. Well, I'm just trying to be different. All right. <laughs> I don't really like it. That's his job. <laughs> you know when you this and there are lots of people who agree with this. You know when you go to the airport and you get on the plane, you sit down, you wait, and then they push the plane back from the gate, mm. and then they say, "Oh, bit of a delay." It's a conspiracy. Oh. It's a rot. They do that. To get you on the plane and pushed away from the gate, then you can't say, oh, no, 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 I'm not waiting an hour on the tarmac here. I'm getting off. <laughs> right? You can't get off. You can't get your ticket back. Right? That's what they do. They just get you on the plane. They know they're going to be late. They know, they've known for hours they're going to be late. <laughs> Push the plane back. Oh, sorry. No problem. <laughs> going to be late. But by now, you must know they're going to be late too. And it's just a dance you play and you just live your life. No. No, you, you must know. No, no, I start complaining. And then, you know. You? Of yeah. course no. you do. I complained to the captain one time. <laughs> I, I want to see the captain. I did. Bring him in here. I did. They had the door locked. Right? I said, well, open the door. Oh, no, we're not allowed to open the door. Mm. See? And it's all rigged is, against you. When that happens, there's no air conditioning. No. You don't get any water. What about those you poor people in Alice Springs the other day? Well, they on the tarmac for six hours. Yeah. And you can't go to the toilet because seatbelt sign's on. That is true. Yes, <laughs> really? yes you can't, that's can't right. Yeah, well, that won't stop me. Short walk, <laughs> short walk for the captain, though, to you in 1A. Huh? Nah. Ah. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 fly up there with the tops. That, oh. that's I'm one of the, I'm one of the regular Have you ever noticed up in those front seats, all those people up there, most of them aren't paying for their own ticket. Mm. People who are paying for their own ticket, like me and Jerry Harvey, we're down in economy. Oh. I'm sorry. That's another Here grievance, and that's for another day. Just pick the name up. <laughs> yeah, what about that? Uh, Dead Set Legends on Triple M. You missed anything, grab it on the listener app. We'll catch you next week. Don't waste your life.